chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control Alt Desire, now streaming on Paramount Plus. Hello, and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear. And we are into Friday now because the game was super late. Arizona unfortunately lost to Washington State tonight at McHale um, by three points. And that was what happened last time. The final score was 77 to 74. Um, It was a long night. And before we begin, we're going to do a message from our sponsor. Our daily spending choices greatly impact our lifestyle, what we can do and where we can go, like catching a big game at the McHale Center. Make your plan to enjoy the special moments at Longview Insurance and Investments, we can help you learn how to make smart financial choices for the future, balancing both work and play. Visit our website at longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. So, thank you to Andre and Emily. Andre was at the game tonight. He's usually our lucky charm. Unfortunately, it didn't work uh, like we had planned or had hoped. Um... Well, just to begin, what do you think was the difference in the game tonight? It just, once again, was a game that came down to little plays. Like, it wasn't like Washington State completely outplayed Arizona. Arizona actually shot the ball better 45% of the field, Washington 42%. But, you know, I mean, Arizona went 17 of 27 at the free throw line, and Washington State was 19 of 24, and Arizona had two more turnovers, and Washington State had five more points off turnovers, and both teams had 11 offensive rebounds, but Washington State had 14 second-chance points compared to uh, to nine for Arizona. So, I mean, it was just a situation where, uh, you know, Arizona couldn't get over that hump, and every time it needed a stop, it, it couldn't do it. And it was just little things, you know, the Caleb Love dribbling the ball off his leg on a breakaway, which I don't think he's done all year. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, he's a veteran you know, older player fouling a guy on a three in the corner when there was just no need to do that whatsoever. Um, you know, there's multiple things that, that you could just point to in this game. Uh, overall, you know, you, you take a look and kind of go through it. And had I told you that Miles Rice uh, would have scored five points on two of 12 shooting with four turnovers, you would have thought that Arizona blew Washington State out. But for whatever reason, you know, Arizona didn't defend Jalen Wells well at all. Six threes, 27 points. Isaac Jones is a is a matchup nightmare, which I had said kind of in the pregame. And he had 16, and then you get 12 out of guys like Chinleyu. Eight out of Huinsu, who, who, who's not even a good player, to, to be honest. And uh, Washington State has 20 points off the bench, and Arizona has five. And the bench have been playing well, played well against ASU, but... Um, you know, Jaden Bradley didn't play well. We'll get to that in a minute. KJ Lewis continues to foul way too much. Uh, Crevis was awful. And uh, when the bench doesn't play well and, and your guards don't play well, it becomes harder to win. And Washington State is, is too good of a team. That is a legitimately good team, as we said in the preview. And when you face a legitimately good team, 
and you don't play well enough in certain areas, you're, you're more often than not going to lose the game. Yeah, I said that when we were watching the game. We had a, a guest over watching, Erica. Shout out to Erica. Uh, we had fun, mostly screaming at the TV. But I even said this feels like, you know, when they say in football is a game of inches, and it just feels like Washington State. And I even tweeted, who wants this more? It just felt like they felt or they knew there was blood in the water. You know, they were, you know, getting most things that they wanted. The matchup didn't go in Arizona's favor a lot of times. And there was just like weird little ticky-tack mistakes. It was just frustrating. And it was it's just like always to lose twice in a row, not always, by three points is just so frustrating because it's always like what Arizona didn't do and then what Washington continued to do well is, is the story of that whole matchup, I guess. When Arizona doesn't get anything, um, when Arizona doesn't get anything out of the point guard position, how can this team win? Uh, they can't most times. Uh, you know, I think that was probably the most disappointing aspect is, you know, people are about like Bench Boswell and this and that, and, and I completely get it. I thought he was terrible today. Uh, there's, there's no way around it. Two for eight shooting, six points, only two assists. Uh, he did put up more of a fight than he did in the first meeting with Washington That's true. State. But the issue is that when Boswell doesn't play well, you need Bradley to play well. And when they're both playing well, Arizona is very, very difficult to beat. When they're both playing poorly, uh, they're just not. I mean, your point guards combined to go eight points on three of 11 shooting with four assists and two two turnovers. It's, it's not good enough. It's just not. And... Bradley wasn't the answer. Boswell wasn't the answer. You can't really put Caleb Love at the point. Um, he's just not a point guard. And so Arizona, and, and this goes without saying probably for most teams, but Arizona just is not a good team or a good enough team to beat good teams without good point guard play. Right. And, and you know, there's other teams that could probably get through it. And, you know, if you're good enough in certain situations, you have a game manager and all that. But Arizona doesn't call for its point guard to be a game manager. Uh, the point guard is an important position in Tommy Lloyd's offense. And they got nothing. I mean, they just got nothing out of it. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't like Miles Rice was good. So when you take a look and you're like, well, Miles Rice has five points. And then you realize that Arizona's point guard still didn't play better than that. Uh, it hurts, and I mean, you really just needed an average game from Boswell and Bradley, and you, and you probably win. And so, to me, this was a a major step back from Boswell, who I thought had turned the corner and gone back to playing well. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that on Saturday he'll probably play well because he plays well against mediocre teams, but he's going to need to show up. I've said this before. Arizona will only go as far as Boswell takes them, and that's not saying that Boswell needs to score 30. He just can't play as poorly as he did tonight. And if he does, Bradley better be there to step up. And uh, and he wasn't tonight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, was there anybody that you thought played well on Arizona? Uh, I mean, I, I guess, according to Michael Luke, uh, people are hard on Caleb Love. Come on. Uh, I, I don't get that. Yes, he slipped. I don't. I mean, that's not his fault. But look, this is one of those Caleb Love experiences. He put up, you know, in my opinion, I thought the play, his worst play of the game actually wasn't a miss or anything like that. Uh, he should have been able to see Umar in the middle. I thought the lob game was very disappointing. Umar had a lot of close shots. Played very well tonight. Very well. Yeah. 
Um, and we'll get to that in a second, too. Much better than he did in the first meeting. In, a, in Washington State's defense is based around taking stuff away in the paint and near the basket. Um, he probably should have seen Umar on that play. It's probably not as easy as I make it out to be. He was eight. Caleb Love at 27 points and was 8 of 20 from the field. It's really not awful. I mean, 40% isn't awful. I thought he shot too many threes, but he got to the line. He doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, he was perfectly fine. The only other guy on the team that I thought played well was Umar. You know, look, he's not going to hit free throws. That's just it. That's who he is. He's a 50% free throw shooter, but 16 points uh, and 11 boards. You know, uh, Chinlehu is a... I actually don't know why he doesn't play more. He played 28 minutes tonight, 12 and 11. He's very good. Clough, they didn't get anything from. Uh, you know, Umar put Clough in foul trouble, but I, I, I thought, especially when you compare it to the first game, that, you know, Umar's now at six double-doubles in a row. Right. That's pretty impressive. Uh, you know, and, and so it, it's a big deal for him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought those two guys were literally the only two guys that I would make an argument for playing well tonight. I, I don't think anyone else played well at all, to be honest, to be blunt. No, I totally agree. I mean, if you looked at the the teams on the court tonight, clearly Washington State wanted it more. Like, most of the game, you could see it. Now, Caleb Love tries to put up a really good effort. Umar was out there. But Arizona not even executing fundamentals is what bothers me. Like, there's no excuse for some of the the basketball IQ going on, you know, throwing the ball around willy-nilly, like trying to, like, throw the ball to Umar with four dudes around him. Like, that makes absolutely no sense. And, I mean, looking at coaching, you know, there's some coaching adjustments that just are continuously kind of baffling to me, like when Tommy um, just doesn't make adjustments. And, I mean, I know everybody wants Kylan to sit down, like, maybe a lot more. And maybe that needs to happen, but um, when you don't have anybody else to play for him who's producing anything, that's a problem. Um, how much of this do you think is effort-related? Yeah, there's some people... The only reason I, I even brought this up is because there's some people on Twitter and the message boards who said that Washington State played harder. Uh, I, I disagree with that significantly. I think Arizona's, the effort was there. I think, and this happens in football too, everyone, you know, there's people, not everyone, but there's people say like, oh, Arizona or this team quit. I think people need to be able to differentiate between one team playing really well and then you assuming that things aren't happening because of effort. Like things aren't happening because the other team is good too. Like this was a very even game. Both teams made 26 shots. Washington State made one more three, two more free throws, two less turnovers. Rebounds was 39 to 38. Both had 11 offensive rebounds. Both had pretty much the same points in the paint. Fast break points. There's like a one differential in like every single stat, basically. Right. Like this was a very, very even game. That's not an effort thing. Did Arizona, and I think that sometimes people confuse mental mistakes with effort also. The only play that, that pissed me off from an effort was when Keyshawn sprinted down the court and blocked the dunk. And no one was there. Yep, nobody was that, there. That is ridiculous. No one running that down is ridiculous. But I, 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 the effort overall I thought was there. Guys were still diving on the floor. Arizona went to a press a bit, uh, you know, and to try to take the ball out of Miles Rice's hands. You know, Pella didn't play well, but defensively, I thought he worked his butt off. Yeah. I mean, again, this was a matchup thing. And we, you said this in the preview game or preview podcast before the game that we had. 
Uh, sorry, guys. It's late. Words are jumbling together. But this was a nightmare matchup for Arizona, and it will always, you know, this season be a nightmare matchup for Arizona. There's a chance that these two teams could play again, maybe in the in the championship game in Vegas that you'll be at, right? Yeah. College basketball has always been matchup related. It's why I always say, like, look, we could freak out about this loss tonight. And Arizona fans, generally, it's actually pretty split. Most are, you know, probably half are calm, half are end of the world. A singular game has no basis. It helps seeding and all that. But what I'm saying is you can't be like Arizona lost to Washington State on February 22nd. And because of that, they're not making the Sweet 16. Like, that's just not how it works. It's all matchup-based. It's always been matchup-based. Was Princeton a bad matchup for Arizona? No, they probably should have won that game, right? Was Houston a bad matchup for Arizona? Awful matchup for Arizona. Right, And you look up, and even Purdue versus Fairleigh Dickinson, you say, well, what's the team that's going to beat Purdue? Well, they're going to be fast and athletic. Sure, Fairleigh Dickinson was a 16 seed, but they were fast, fast and, and athletic, athletic, right? And you could go down the line and say, like, which team is a bad matchup for X, Y, and Z, right? And, like, it, it, it's just it's a situation like, you know, what's a bad matchup for UConn? Well, if Creighton is a team, are they as good as UConn? No, but Creighton hit threes. And they were on that night better. Right? And they were on that night. That's the NCAA tournament. The NCAA tournament isn't, oh, Arizona lost to Washington State on February 22nd. They're going to lose in the first round. It just doesn't work like that. I mean, it does feel like that right now. I, it always feels like that after <laughs> loss. It does. And it's not just Arizona. Kentucky lost the other day. In the UConn. Kentucky, the Kentucky board was a shit show. And I tweeted that Arizona's probably a one seed still. And people are like, that's not how a one seed plays. You're right. It's not how a one seed plays, but that's not what the basis of this. Right. You look at their whole record, right? guys. And, and fans are narrow-minded, and it's not an insult. They're all narrow. Fans of every single school are narrow-minded. Shelby gets so pissed at me because I'm not. I, I look at big picture with everything. Whatever. Right? So you look at this game, for instance, and people are like, like I had another writer, BJ Reigns, my guy. Love BJ. Oh, that sounded horrible. Uh, but I do. Whoa, Jason. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, Jason. This is uh, a family show. <laughs> is it? Oh, God. Uh, but like he's like, well, I don't think Arizona's a one seed. And I get it. But then it's like, look at the big picture. Who has the second most quad wins or the fourth most quad wins in the entire nation? It's Arizona. Fourth right. most, right? Fourth most. And Arizona has one bad loss. This is not a bad loss. Losing at Stanford is a medium loss, right? The loss to Oregon State is a bad loss. Dog shit. 100%. Losing to a good Washington State team that's probably in line for like a five seed right now by three points. It's not a bad metric loss at all. And the committee during the bracket show, if you remember, and I think I said this the other day, that Jay Wright tried to create a controversy and Gary Parrish tried to create a controversy and... How, did Arizona sneak in there? And they were like, no, Arizona didn't sneak in there. First of all, Jay Wright is so hot. He can do whatever he wants. Right. And then, like, Gary Parrish, who I respect, CBS, is like, oh, Marquette deserves to be a one seed. And then they lose by, to UConn by 700 points, right? It's like, now, if Arizona loses another game in the regular season, mm-hmm. is it a one seed? No. It's going to drop out. But if it runs the table, and I don't care about conference tournaments. I'll get to that in a second. If it runs the table in the regular season, meaning it beats Oregon at home, it goes on the road, beats ASU. It goes on the road and beats the LA schools. It's a one seed. It is. It just yeah, is. I'm nervous about that UCLA game. Right? Though. I am too. Now, if Arizona loses to UCLA, does it drop to a two? Sure. Do we give a shit? 
Like seriously, this is what we're arguing. Like, one or as two long as teams. it's a two in the West. It's it's, it's Arizona is guaranteed. I'm, I'm saying it right now, barring a complete effing collapse here in the next four games, five games, whatever it is. Arizona's in Salt Lake City. You can buy your ticket because it, it, they're going to be a top four seed. So we're we're splitting hairs between a one seed and a two seed in the West. And honestly, I personally just like it when Arizona's a little on the scrappy side. So if they're not a number one. I'm not gonna be too upset about and, it. Like and, and like I was just talking to, to to Michael Luke on the phone and he's like, Look, like Washington State's good. I tried to warn people in the podcast, the preview podcast, like this is a good team. They're the second biggest team in the entire nation. Mm-hmm. Second. The the biggest is Florida State. Who and sucks. you know what else they have? What? They have grit. Yes, they're well coached. Jalen Wells is a six eight shooting guard who shoots forty five percent from three. If you wanted disc coaching tonight, I think that was my only issue. Is that Arizona was running under screens with Jalen Wells, which was just a a not a good decision, right? Mm-hmm. But they have a Pac-12 freshman of the year. They have Isaac Jones, who I wanted Arizona to recruit in the offseason. They wound up with Keyshawn, and I didn't complain about that. But Isaac Jones was really good at Idaho last year too. Like they have three really really good players, and then the other dudes know their roles. Uh, I I would be pissed if Washington State was in my bracket. Because that defense they play, if you watch it, and I don't know if your average casual fan knows this, so it starts off as a 2-3 zone, and like halfway down into the shot clock, they switch to man. So you're starting your possession by attacking a zone, and before you know it, they switch to man, and you have to figure that out. On a one-week prep, That would be really, really freaking hard. Right? That's a nightmare. Like, this is a very good Washington State team, Right? About matchups, do I think that Washington State is more likely to make a deeper run in the tournament than Arizona? Depends on the matchups. My opinion, probably not, right? I, I don't panic about this loss. I look at the bigger picture, which I'm just going to answer the last question. And, and bigger picture, which I'm answering right now, is yeah. like it, it doesn't. It doesn't kill Arizona. It makes it difficult for Arizona to win the Pac-12 title. Arizona's going to have to win out, and Washington State's going to have to lose a game. After ASU, who's dog shit, they return home and they only have the LA schools in Washington at home. So there's a very good chance that Washington State. And that'd State, be the one time you'd kind of want UCLA to right. win. Right. So there's a very good chance Washington State now wins the conference by half a game. Ugh. Awesome. That has nothing to Barf. do with Arizona standing. Whatever, Jason. Because again, you look at the. And people go, well, what has Arizona done? Well, look, the, here's the difference. People, it, it's not focused on. And again, Washington State is awesome. Don't get me wrong, right? But people want to know, well, what's what's the issue? Like, why wouldn't Washington State be seated ahead of Arizona, right? And the reasoning is very simple. At a conference schedule for Washington State, their best win at a conference, Shelby, no exaggeration, their best win was Eastern Washington. I'm sorry, Boise State. Their best win was Boise State, right? They had losses to Santa Clara. So they have a bad loss, too. Santa Clara sucks. So that's why, like, it's it's just not. They lost a cow. That's a bad loss, right? And so you take a look at Arizona. And you go, well, you know, why is Arizona even in a one seed? Watch, well, they beat Duke, who's good. They beat Michigan State. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Alabama, like, it, it, and so their losses are to Purdue tournament team, FAU tournament team, Washington State twice tournament team. So it, you know, it, it's just that's how it works, and. Bigger picture, tonight sucks. Arizona's going to beat the shit out of Washington. Oh, I feel bad for Washington. Right? I'm pretty sure Arizona's going to destroy Washington. I'm going to be at that game. You're going to be at that game. 
Uh, Arizona will very likely be favored by 14 or 15 points. They're going to beat Washington. We talk about matchups, right? Washington is not awful. They are not awful. Uh, Arizona is a terrible matchup for Washington. It just is. Because Umar is going it, to, it's just, it's a bad matchup, right? And we're going to have a preview of that game real quick turnaround by tomorrow. Yes, yes. So, overall, tonight sucks. It's not the end of the world that it feels like, Shelby. Washington State is a good team. Arizona lost. Uh, move on. Washington. How come you can't just let on. me wallow for I know, like five I a, freaking minutes, I had a minutes, few fans dude. that tweeted at me, and they are like, why can't we just be sad after a loss? Are we ever allowed to be disappointed? Like yeah, the minute the I'm game just... is over, Michael Luke is telling everyone not to overreact. No, it's, it's like, come it's, on, dude. It's disappointing. I, I fully understand the disappointment. I think where Mike and I shared, we were talking on the phone. In the oh, yeah, your girlfriend, Michael Luke. Yeah, is like people take this and what's the word? Ex- extrapolate. Extrapolate. Extrapolate, yeah. Like, this to the whole season. It's just not how college... No, it's not. This I'm isn't not college that. football either. Like, college football, you can absolutely Stakes do that. Stakes are high. Like, you lose a game, you're, you're screwed. Like, season can, changes it dramatically. Change it. This loss means... It's why we made fun of the bracket show. Because the bracket show was done within an hour. Because the two seeds and the three seeds, like... We talk about this, and it's like, well, you know... It, who who should be who should be the uh, well, UConn lost so well, well UConn's a lock to be a one seed right but Houston's but no one's having that seed, conversation right? about UConn like right. oh you're not a number one seed but like people are like okay so I'm like okay so who should replace it well Tennessee well Tennessee what happens if they lose the game they have A and M Auburn Alabama South Carolina and Kentucky Ooh. right now if they Ooh. went out and you want to tell me they're a one seed hey man I'm all ears they earned it right I'm all ears with that I I totally get it but they also lost to Texas A and M by 16 points. The other night, they also lost to Mississippi State. So, like, I mean, Arizona lost to Washington State by three, guys. And Washington State is a ranked tournament team. And then, like, you know, there's other people that are like, oh, you know, what about North Carolina? North Carolina has lost two of their last four games. They've lost three of their last six. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Like, it, and and then the and Baylor's the like, go down the line. Marquette, sure. If Marquette beats UConn. In in their in their, I, I they play. They have another to, match, or they have another game. Yeah, they play Xavier, Providence, Creighton, UConn, and then Xavier again. If they went out, you want to tell me that they're a one seed? Okay, I'm I'm listening. Really, I am. But what I'm talking about is right now, right now. If the tournament was chosen tomorrow, Arizona's a one seed. It just is. Yeah, maybe you should be in the room with these uh, ads making this decision. They're, like you're so annoying. I and guess what? Way. And if they're a two seed, I'm not losing much sleep over it, man. I'm just yeah. not because look, they were a two seed last year too, and they lost to Princeton. Right. So, so hopefully I don't really we're going up from here. I don't care if you're one, two, three, four, or five. You still have to win your first game. Yeah, Tommy Lloyd, take notice, sir. So. Uh yeah, well that's where we're at, and uh, everything will be hopefully a little better tomorrow because we'll be on our way to Saturday and Arizona winning at McHale. Now, if Arizona loses to Washington. That's a bad loss. You're not going to yeah. see me defend shit on that. And one. I will. I will say something. I want to give some props to ASU because uh, they came close tonight, and I, we were kind of watching that game before the Arizona game started, and then we switched the Arizona game, and it's like, oh man, they're in overtime. Like they came back from a 25 point deficit. I mean, it's just if I was an ASU fan, I'd be super frustrated tonight because they keep getting to the precipice of of almost winning and like you know showing that they've got it, and then they they like whatever the other team overcomes them. But uh, I know that might sound a little blasphemous, but you guys know how I feel more about UCLA. So I feel okay 
and we do like we do like Bobby. So you know, sorry, Hot Bobby. That's what Eric and I decided to start calling Bobby Hurley is Hot Bobby. Uh, that you guys didn't win tonight, and uh, you know, go to bed. I do want to point out that the beginning of this podcast, Jason's energy was very low. His knee is hurting because he did have a cortisone shot in his knee today for the first time, and he's tired and he's slightly annoyed with me because it took three or four tries for us to do the podcast. And then he starts talking about bracketology and he just like starts shining. So if you ever want to have a shiny conversation with Jason, just start talking about bracketology and he will literally turn into a different person. And on that note, senior expert of the world, we are going to say goodnight with our usual, no matter where you are or what you do or no matter how frustrated you are, you know, because Arizona lost again to Washington State by three points. You can always bear down. Shelby, you had Erica Day over tonight. Was she able to match your energy? Um, I think I might have shocked her a couple of times with my outbursts. Uh, and then, then we kind of got into it. So we might be, uh, you know, frustrated exhilarating Arizona fans together forever now. Shout out Erica. Follow her on Twitter.